You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the shed? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the a new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And kind of a, a bummer podcast, I guess. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Arizona men's basketball lost this evening to Stanford. Final score was 88 to 79. It's not necessarily what we thought, but he did warn people on Twitter it was going to be a battle. And Stanford did bring their A game. That was pretty clear. So Jason's not happy camper. But um, what went wrong tonight, babe? Uh, I think the better question would probably be the easier, the shorter answer would be what went right tonight. Um, just one of those games, like nothing went right for Arizona. Everything went wrong. Um, you know, they shot 46% on the road, which is pretty good. Um, you know, as I say, copyright, it's hard to win on the road, but... Um, the defense was atrocious, and even if when it wasn't atrocious and they defended well, Stanford hit difficult shots. I mean, 61% from a game, 10 of 18 from three is insane. Stanford went to the line eight more times, had less turnovers, dominated Arizona on the glass, um, and, you know, it, more points in the paint. And in the breakdown, you know, I, I predicted Arizona to win. I, I think Arizona is better than Stanford. But I also said, you know, Stanford is going to put up a bunch of threes, and if they're hitting, this game could get tricky. We don't trust Stanford's ability to guard Arizona, and Arizona should rebound enough to win the game. So the threes were hitting, and it got tricky. I mean, Stanford went 10 of 18 from behind the arc. O'Connell is a guy where, <laughs> you know, also in my breakdown, just going back to it, um, I wrote the following about O'Connell as my computer tips. Um, I wrote, quote, if O'Connell makes more than a few buckets, Arizona is in trouble. O'Connell finished with 22 points on 6 of 10 shooting and got to the line 12 times. So, like, it was a disaster scenario for Arizona. Everything that could have gone wrong and led to an Arizona loss went wrong and led to an Arizona loss. I mean, it was just brutality yeah it, it happens one of those shit happens games um is this team done for when Azulis doesn't play well i don't know if they're done for but they need to be able to adjust now i will say i i wasn't fond of tommy lloyd's strategy and how to use them he finished the game with four fouls and and when you have one of the best players in the country you better foul out so he played him 17 minutes, and to Lloyd's credit, after the game, he said, I'm the coach, i got to figure out a way to get him on the court more. 
And maybe he wasn't feeling good. I don't know, because remember, there's illness, but no rebounds. And it's not like he played all that great when he was in the game. Um, fouls took him out. I thought he was hesitant. But Arizona isn't necessarily done for when he doesn't play well, but it struggles when it doesn't adjust. And Arizona didn't adjust. I mean, Tubelas, usually it's we're going to feed the ball inside to Tubelas and Umar, and everything else on offense is going to come around that. Tonight, it was, the, it was the complete opposite. Arizona took 35 threes, which we'll get to. That's not Arizona basketball. Arizona basketball is we're going to get the ball inside and go from there. And, and so Arizona needs to be able to be more aggressive in the lane, to, to get inside, to drive against opponents, as opposed to just chucking shots up and responding to whatever, you know, Stanford was, was guarding certain areas and, and Arizona was playing right into their hands. So if Azulis isn't playing well, it's not necessarily that Arizona is done for. It's more that Arizona needs to be able to adjust to the situation and say, look, Azulis isn't playing well. Let's figure out what's kind of the, the next step. Okay, um, Arizona shot 35 threes tonight, as you just mentioned. Is that a credit to Stanford or blaming Arizona? I mean, look, Arizona hit 40% of them, which, which isn't a, a bad number by any means. If you remember, early in the season, um, when, when Arizona had that little, not too that early, but when Arizona had that little week or whatever, four games, whatever it was, of struggling, Teams were sagging off the guards and saying, okay, beat us. And Arizona's guards could not do it. Stanford took a similar strategy and did it with a ton of size. Stanford's a very big team. And Arizona basically played right into Stanford's hands. And that's what Arizona did early in the season where, and I would expect the NCAA tournament teams with size are going to try to do the same thing, which is we're going to pack the paint. We're going to sag off you. And if you want to shoot threes, so be it. I mean, Kirk Reese had 10 three-point attempts. I felt like five of them came on one possession. I mean, Cedric Henderson had the six threes. Courtney Ramey was eight of 16. I mean, 16, even though he made eight, 16 is a lot of freaking three-point attempts, right? And right. so they were they were doing that on purpose, and they were falling for Ramey. But if they didn't, he's probably still taking the threes. I mean, he could have finished four of 16. It wouldn't have surprised me. Not a knock on him. What I'm saying is that was Stanford's strategy was we're going to give up that three pack the inside and win the glass off the missed shots from three or whatever it may be. You know, Arizona finished the game with seven more shot attempts than Stanford, despite losing the rebounding battle. Um, the offensive rebounds were only 10 to nine Stanford. Arizona still had 12 second chance points. The problem was Stanford controlled the glass defensively and in, in a lot of Arizona's opportunities were kind of one and done off the three and they sagged off the paint. Arizona only had 24 points in the paint. That's really low for Arizona. And, and so it was a situation where Stanford had a defensive strategy, credit to them, and Arizona played right into it. And it may have worked if Azulis Tubelis was on the court and able to do certain things, um, but he wasn't. And Arizona's guards did exactly what Stanford wanted them to do. But Arizona is not that type of team. Credit Stanford. They had the right strategy, but also blame Arizona because eventually, and you can blame the coaching staff, you can blame the players, all of it. You have to be able to adjust and not play right into a team's hand. And that's exactly what Arizona did. Hmm. All right. Um, well, despite the pain of this evening, in the grand scheme of things, how big of a loss is this? I mean, there's, there's a really good chance Arizona lost the conference tonight. You know, it, it's 
it, we're we're taping this during the UCLA game, but UCLA is up fifteen. Um, this is this. I would assume UCLA will sweep Stanford and Cal at home. Um, you know, I, just like I would assume that Arizona will sweep this week on you know at when they're at home. the The biggest challenge really is what it's going to come down to is UCLA has a a game and a half lead over Arizona. You take a look at Arizona's remaining schedule. They're going to beat Utah. They're going to beat Colorado. They're going to beat ASU. It's you're rooting for a UCLA loss at Utah at Colorado on the road, mountain road trip. Not very easy, clearly. Um, UCLA is obviously a, a, a good team. So in that, it's probably going to be very difficult to win uh, the conference. But overall, grand scheme seeding, you could say Arizona's off the one line and now it's a two. I mean, it, it's it when you're looking at net, it's a quad two loss. And Arizona does have some quad two losses there in you know, if Stanford wins a couple games, if Washington State wins a couple games, you know, Arizona's worst losses of the season are still going to be quad two losses. Whereas other teams, you know, and look, again, I'm a, I'm a, in Arizona fans, I love you guys. Don't take this the wrong way. Um, a lot of fan bases are similar. There's no big picture with Arizona fans. It's, we lost tonight. We're, we're, the end we're of the world, we Jason. are, and, and I get it. It's a fan base thing. I get it. But Providence went to St. John's and lost. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Um, you know, it, it, UConn lost to Creighton. Rutgers went on the road and lost to Illinois. Uh, Baylor, you know, beat TCU. Uh, Missouri went on the road and beat Tennessee. Right, number six team lost. Unranked Oklahoma State went on the road and beat number 11, Iowa State. Uh, Kansas, number 12, Kansas State went on the road and lost to unranked Texas Tech. Like, it's a big picture seeding thing when you take a look. Purdue's a one. Alabama's a one. You know, and, and even Alabama, like, you take a look at Alabama basketball, who I, I personally think Alabama's the best team in the country. They have three losses. Arizona has four. And one of those losses were to Gonzaga, who our message board suck, thinks sucks. But on January 28th, Shelby, right. five, four, five games ago, Alabama went to Oklahoma, who is 12 and 9, or right now Oklahoma is 12 and 13, and lost by 24 points. Alabama lost by 24 points. And Alabama fans probably, oh, blah, 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 blah. But when you go to the Arizona message board, it's like season over. But, you know, it's like, look around. And, and and again, I Arizona fans do it. Everyone does it. In the grand scheme of it, is it a big loss? Sure. If you think moving down from a one to two is a big deal, then yes. Arizona is going it, to be a worst-case scenario, three seed. Worst-case scenario is a three seed. Okay? 
maybe a two seed. And then you worry about UCLA getting, so, you know, UCLA would be the two out west, which means Arizona shipped out into the east or whatever it may be, which means that Arizona would start out in Sacramento or Denver and then get shipped to Madison Square Garden if they get out of the first weekend, right? Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of like we look at it and it's like you can't have it both ways. And, and, and what I mean by that, and, and this is college basketball as a whole, we put so much emphasis on the NCAA tournament. And then at times we put so much emphasis in individual games that are losses, but not wins. And you take a look at the losses and people go, they just freak out after the losses, right? But when Arizona beats Tennessee, Indiana, Creighton, it's like, cool, they won. We did what we were supposed to. But after our loss, it's, holy shit, we're not even going to make the NCAA tour. Like, and, and I'm obviously being sarcastic and, you know, but it's like, it, it's, it's, I told someone on Twitter, take a breath, step outside for a minute. And, and, and I know I'm unique in, in Shelby Tesmith. I don't freak out after losses during the regular season. The only time I get really upset is the NCAA tournament. And a lot of it is because you travel, you work your butt off, <laughs> you spend a, quite a bit of money to make your subscribers happy. And then you lose and it's like, basketball's over. And then immediately right? on to the next thing. Um, I do like the fact that Tommy Lloyd clearly was pissed off. This is the closest, and Tommy Lloyd doesn't really get pissed off in public, but this is probably the closest he's been. And I would assume that Arizona beats the shit out of the mountain schools this week. I'll just say it right now. They're going to beat the crap out of them. And so, um, you know, look, uh, four days ago, me and you and Michael Luke were talking on the phone about me not knowing which Arizona players would even be playing because of an illness. Right. And, and that's not an excuse. <laughs> it's not like I literally was on the phone. performance. And clearly there's some performance issues tonight. I mean, and so I, I think that grand scheme of things, is it a big loss? If if your eyes are on the Pac-12 title and, and that's where you're focusing, yeah. I mean, it probably costs Arizona a, a chance at the Pac-12 title. Now, if UCLA loses, all of a sudden there's a chance where the Pac-12 title is decided when Arizona. So it's not over, over. It just makes it a lot harder. In terms Probability of, yeah, is closing. In terms of seeding, it's probably not that big of a deal. So I'm sorry, Jason. I thought you know everything about Arizona basketball. And this has been a rough day for me between the, the start of my flag football excursion. Yeah, we've today. had a, a weird day today. So we Brielle's team played today. There were some uh, interesting non-calls by the ref. I'm not a crazy parent by any stretch. I, I usually just sit there and cheer. But like there is a play today where like one of the kids on our team was about to tie the game. And the kid on the other team didn't go for the flag and laid, laid our kid out. And all the ref said was, oh, the kid was down before they scored turnover. It's like, well, yeah, but <laughs> he was dead. Like, yeah, it's flag football. You're not supposed to be, like, shoving people. And if you're going to do that, at least try was, to go for the flag. It was just so, weird yeah. day. And then from there, sister-in-law's. My sister's in town, and her car got towed at the gem show. And apparently, we're just going to drop some wisdom here. If anyone goes to the gem show, I know it might be ending this weekend if it's not another weekend. But like the the they are really super enforcing anything and even places that are not necessarily tow zones. Um, and it cost her a lot of money to get her car out of four hundred and eighty dollars. Four hundred and eighty dollars. She wasn't even going to the gem show to see the gem show. She was dropping off something. So, rough day in the to a friend right? who was a vendor at the gem show. 
So it was really crappy. And uh, then we came home, and then that game happened. So that was a bummer. But better days ahead. We'll There's talk. always another game. We're going to do a mailbag for football this week because it's been a while. Yay! Football. football. Uh, I'm trying to confirm whether or not Arizona season is over. I do believe they will play Utah and Colorado this week, but I will confirm that for everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing your job, sir. Thank you. I need a nap now. I'm emotionally exhausted. Make sure you also enjoy the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. The Super Bowl. Did you know there are two brothers that are playing in the Super Bowl? I actually found that out around the same time I found out Kylan Boswell was 17. Kylan so. Boswell 17? Yes. Wow. It's like we've never heard these facts before. Um, on that note, go Chiefs. I have a rooting for the Chiefs. One of my coworkers one. asked innocently yesterday at work, who's playing in the Super Bowl? And someone chimed in and said, it's the Jets and the Chiefs. One day the Jets will be there. And I immediately sat up and said, uh, no, it's it's not the Jets. And they're like, yeah, it's like the green team versus the red team. I'm like, okay, go away. It's, it's the Eagles. We do know that. And go Chiefs. Bear down, everyone. However, we did have one highlight. The Laffy Taffy jokes never disappoint. Shelby? What do you call a crazy train? What do you call a crazy train, Shelby? A locomotive. Hey, hey! Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+.